What's up, my friends? It's Matt Prince here, the five-dimensional strength coach. Welcome back for another episode of the Matt Prince podcast. Today's topic is this, squat 101. All right, so I had a question on Instagram before about um, squatting, how to keep your knees out while squatting. So I thought I'd shoot a bit of a podcast for you guys on some squat keys and some uh, and some squatting like programs and progressions and some things to look out for when you're squatting. So I'm just going to free talk. I have nothing planned as I uh, <laughs> very rarely do. Um, I'm just driving and chatting about squats, and uh, and they are a very very good uh, good movement. I one of my favourites to be honest. I really like squats. Um, in terms of uh, in terms of the last few years, I haven't been able to really progress my squatting. But my best squat to date is a 202 kilo uh, safety squat bar squat. Um, that's probably the most recent um, max out I've done. Uh, I've I've done a few uh, a few squats with I think cambered bars and whatnot where with all the chains and stuff at the top, it's probably been around 210, 215. Um, Straight bar squatted 195. Um, I can high bar squat or have high bar squatted probably around the 180s, 185, maybe even 190 back in the day. Um, So yeah, I've done a fair few squats. My front squat was around, I think it was 140 or 150. I can't remember exactly with that um, as I don't do a lot of front squats, but my squatting's not horrible, right? For the sports that I do and the amount of... uh, you know, I'm not a I'm not a powerlifter, right? So I'm just just pretty much a, a fighting athlete at the moment. But I've always been some kind of athlete. So to have a squat like that with the with the abilities and capabilities and sports that I've played is is you know relatively strong considering. So I, I'm not saying any of that to brag. Just just to let you guys know that I do know how to do a squat. So I feel uh, I feel like I'm qualified to talk about a squat. Um, some of my guys in the gym, you know, big squatters. There's um, plenty of guys that can well not plenty there's a handful of guys that are squatting over the 200s um, and they've basically gone from being fucking horrendous at squats with technique with their strength with their body position with their knees kicking in um, all of that and uh, and they've been you know started at the very very bottom and they're you know they're creeping up towards the 200 or over the 200 so I, uh, I've done a, I've seen a lot of squatters so many, I've coached so many squatters in the past that I feel like I can help you guys now um when you look at a squat, right, the first thing to think about is when you look at knees out, right, as the first, this is to answer the question directly. Um, I'm just turning out here, so I'm trying not to crash. First thing you want to master is technique. Okay, now technique, with the knees out, you've got a few things. When you when you start the, the squat, so at the very, very top, if we look at when you start the actual squat, so I'm assuming that your upper back's really, really tight. I'm assuming you've taken a big breath and packed your core down. I'm assuming you're you're in a good good position to lift it. I'm assuming your feet are set up in a good position, so they're just outside sort of shoulder width, um, depending on your body shape, but they're just outside shoulder width generally. Uh, and then as you break the squatting pattern, you're gonna stick your hips back you're going to screw your feet into the floor and you're going to push your knees out. So it's hips back, knees out, but the knees out are coming from your feet being screwed into the floor. Okay, if you just do knees out and hips back, it's not generally enough to keep the lower part of the leg and knee all sort of, um, uh, I suppose, tensioned and then screwed right in. I'm, I'm trying to use uh, use words that you guys would understand without going into too much, like, uh, I suppose, exercise science type chat. But... Think of screwing your feet into the ground like a DJ would spin a, de- a, a, a disc on the deck, right? Like if you if you just do that now, if you stand up quickly, if you're in a position where you can stand, and literally even if you're just in the car and you want to like plant your foot on the ground and then turn, like try and plant your foot as hard as you can into the ground and then try and spin your foot outwards, 
using without letting it like spin okay you'll feel like you use your glutes you'll feel like the outside of your ass cheek switches on on that leg if you i'm doing it right now as i drive and i can definitely feel it um but that's the key there guys so when your knees are kicking in it's generally if you're trying to keep your knees out the next cue that i would use and again it's based off I'd have to be watching people and coaching them how I'd do it but generally screwing the feet will correct a lot of that so that is that is cue number one for that so think about that screw your feet in the floor hips back knees out chest up but what are some of the ways like if, if that all fails right if your technique's all solid and everything's good what are ways to build up the squat right the knees kicking in is definitely an issue and that can be a thing where your glutes just a weak all right you might have weak glutes you might not you might just do that technique thing and be absolutely fine generally with the right amount of weight you can do that thing and it will be completely fine it's generally if you're going heavier then you might be looking at all right cool my back's too weak to handle that heavier weight my my i might be at my technical limit so people have like a a technical limit then an absolute max limit um, i believe and generally like if you're hitting your absolute max limit, it might be either like a really, really hard, fucking ugly grind, but it still gets there. Still means you can squat it, but that's probably not what your technical limit is. Like if you were to do a perfect textbook rep, it might be, you know, 5, 10, 15, some people 20 kilos lighter. Okay. And you see this, you see this a lot with a, a lot of dead, um, a lot of deadlifts. Like you see people deadlift perfectly up to whatever, say 200 kilos. And then when they're at 220, it looks like they've been a fishing rod like just you know with a with a barracuda on the end of it um and that that's just because their technical limit is is that 200 but their max effort when they just grind something out it, it can look ugly now i'm not saying you shouldn't grind stuff out just don't do it often because there's higher risk and your goal should always to be to raise your technical maximal effort that would be the goal Okay, so in terms of squatting, if it's your knees kicking in or your chest falling forward or your hips popping up early um, or your depth, you know, not getting hit, you just got to keep working at it, right? Just keep working at getting your lighter stuff better and then get your technical limit up and that'll help that go up. Now, a few things to help this uh, this knees out, chest up issue. One of my favorites, my very, very favorite thing, one of my favorite drills, I get a lot of people doing it, is wide stance box squat, right? A tremendous for your ass and hip development tremendous for your hamstring and lower back development tremendous for people that are coming back from some sort of knee pain if they're really knee forward based squatters or quad dominant people and this is generally across the board you'll sort of see um you see trends in the gym and a lot of people tend to be stronger on the front half of their body so their quads are stronger so getting people to box squat pretty much as as our one of our main lifts um, has really developed stronger hamstrings, stronger glutes, which has caused less knee issues. Um, but at the same time, it's brought up everybody's squat because we've developed the weak muscles rather than just focusing on what they're already strong with, right? So it sort of ties it all in nicely. So box squats are a fantastic one. The wide stance box squats, and the way you do that, you, re- you get your back tight, you get under the bar, you brace really, really hard, you take your big breath. Now you're not gonna hot, you're not gonna let go of your breath until you've finished the squat, until you're at the top, and you can re-breathe back in. If you breathe out at the bottom, you're screwed, you're gonna fall forward. So so you take your big breath, hips, you break at the hips, hips back, knees out, you're still screwing those feet in the floor, but you're really gonna lean back, you're gonna rock back onto the box, and then as you sit back up, you're gonna drive with your chest coming up, and you're gonna drive your knees out to the side. So you're gonna drive your feet out to the side, knees out to the side, and what that's gonna do, that's gonna activate your glutes and hamstrings really, really hard, and it sort of like pulls yourself off the box rather than like pushing how you'd think about a normal sort of a squat or a leg press type thing. So that's how you wanna hit a box squat, and I think they're a fantastic exercise to build up the hips 
tips, especially if the knees are kicking in. If your knees are kicking in on a box squat, it's, you've probably got that technique issue that I was talking about where you're screwing, you're not screwing your feet in properly. So I hope that helps a little bit. Now, in terms of programming the squat, some of the things we do, we have different days. Um, obviously, we're, we're a weak point based system. It's a conjugate style system. So we're always trying to raise up the weakest part of the squat or build up the muscles that we need to build up. So for sometimes we'll go through cycles where we're doing leg up lunges and lunges and stuff like that to build up glute strength, you know, hamstring strength, quad strength, different areas depending on the on the, the people. Um, sometimes in a squat, it might be a core thing so that people bring their core up and their squat goes right up. Sometimes it's an upper back thing they can get their back tighter on the, on, and stronger on the upper and mid back and then they can lock in and they, when they have to grind they don't just fold forward they don't just break in that middle of the back and lean forward it, it turns into this really strong thing so when you've got a strong core strong back strong upper back that's that's a really big key so the way we train that right in our max lift stuff like i said we'll practice the box squat we, we cycle in things like front squatting for extra core and upper back work we cycle in safety bar squatting for upper back work i think they're a tremendous thing even for the core as well for people who haven't done much of it um we got like high bar squatting for position that's a bit more quad based. We've got low bar squatting for a bit more like glute and hamstring and just that's generally what we'd like to max out at. We've got cambered bars, bent bars, all these different things to shift the weight through the back in different areas. Um, we use exercises like that. We, we cycle that through and we do different rep ranges. Okay, when we're hitting max effort work, we go to that sort of technical max generally in training. So we'll hit like, it might be a heavy three, it might be three sets of three heavy, but it's hard. It's like in between 80 to 85% and up to 90, 95% of, of the technical effort. And you're really making it hard. It's like a nine out of 10 on the intensity scale. Um, we also have speed days where we do speed work. So it might be like eight or twelve, eight sets of three or 12 sets of two, um, five sets of five. It generally is like Westside Barbell's dynamic effort day um, where we base it around 25 lifts. Um, and I find that's a really good amount of volume to add extra size, add extra volume, add extra quality in reps. But like say Steph, one of my girls is powerlifter Steph, little coach Steph, she's a champion. Um, so she's got a, she'll, I reckon she'll squat in the comp 125 at 41 kilos. I think she'll weigh in at. But um, she she basically, we hit speed work with her, 12 sets of two. So she gets 12 sets of her first squat because she's only training to hit one squatting comp okay when she's in off season when she's doing a little bit more um just getting stronger and stuff like that the repetitions will go out and it might be sets of five um, and we, we can work that way so um when it's closer to comp though i like to like to hit like 12 sets of two so she can work on the speed of it the quality of it the setup of the first rep and just make it really count um and we find that's working really really well like considering she's about to squat triple body weight in the next uh, literally next week she should squat a triple body weight which is fucking awesome um, we use pause squats for her a lot pause squats are tremendous for positioning so if you're someone who struggles with depth someone who struggles with and she was someone who just wasn't sure of her depth too much um, especially if, if you're used to box squatting a lot uh, and you're not you know confident without a, a box under there um, you're doing pause squats to really feel out the bottom and get comfortable one or two seconds in the bottom then drive out fast that's really really good for the speed because um, the it's similar to how the box squat works where you, you, you change the concentric and eccentric chain so when you're coming down it's eccentric that's where the muscles are stretching and ready to go like think of like a lucker band or a rubber band you pull it back when it's at the pull back thing it generally explodes so generally like the per, the people who can lift, um, go down the fastest will come up the fastest but they have to go down the fastest with perfect form and then they'll go up really really quick because the body works sort of like rubber bands in a way 
Now, when you do a box squat, it breaks that chain. So you're going down and then you have to overcome it with raw strength. Now, when you do a pause squat, you hold coming down, you have to overcome it with raw strength. So that reversal strength and reversal speed is the key. But what it does, when you train off a box or you train pauses, you get really, really good at getting out of the bottom because you're forced to work that tiny little bit harder without that stretch reflex that's happening in your body. So hope that makes a little bit of sense. The pause squats are another tremendous one that we'll throw in with Steph. Um, so that's really, really good to build position and to build speed if you are struggling to do it. Um, and there are a few things. Now, when we're looking at uh, other ways to squat, I'm not a big fan of high rep squats with barbells on the back. I don't like it. It jams up the back a lot. It jams up your hips a lot. It's just not really, I don't think it's really necessary. Um, for some girls, I think it's good. Um, girls generally recover a lot better and their weights that they handle um, aren't as like straining for them compared to the guys. So you can give a girl 60%, she'll handle it way better. You can go 60% for 20 reps for a chick and she'll handle it way better. Probably even get two or three sets of it. And a guy, if, like if I did 60% for 20 reps, it would fucking ruin my next week. Like I'd be sore for a week, I'd feel shit, like it would exhaust me. So you have to sort of be strategic and think about, hey, are you a person that recovers well from volume or not? All right, and you can do that, but I wouldn't do that if, you, if you're getting close to maxing out um, you know, like a max out day, for example. Um, so there's some things to think about. Now, when I talk about high rep squatting, I generally like to do more so uh, goblet squats. Um, you could even do things like uh, like all your lunge work, um, pistol squats, stuff like that, step ups, like things like that that are a little bit easier on the body, a um, little bit less uh, spiny, I think is a really good key. And even just the shoulder and elbows, like holding the bar back there, it can get really, really uncomfortable. So I, I tend to stick away myself personally from high rep squats unless it's a deliberate like let's try and just get a bit of mental strength happening here where you know everyone needs a gut check every now and again so a 20 rep squat is a good way to do that but it's a rare thing that we use at royal so hope that helps a little bit now we've, we've covered max effort we've covered speed we've touched on repetition now some of the things um that people need in the squat this is this is just real talk here people avoid hard accessories especially leg stuff. People avoid hard accessories. If you want to become a really good squatter, you need to get really fucking comfortable handling heavy-ass paw squats, he handling heavy-ass front squats, handling heavy-ass lunges, you know, heavy Romanians, hard, hard abs, like smashing your abs, doing hard leg raises until you can't move your abs, like doing things like we've, I've been doing good mornings it's not something I recommend for everyone but we're in a bit of a test phase at Royal so there'll be a few members hitting good mornings in the next uh, probably the next month or two um, and then it will probably trickle out to the rest of the members as we get better and better but for the more advanced people good mornings like doing good mornings hard making them count like it's a great exercise, but it's just going to build up your strength and your resilience. Like a lot of people avoid hard work, for, especially for their accessories. And if you are somebody who's avoiding the hard work, you don't deserve to get stronger. Like it's just not going to happen. So <clears throat> just keep all these things in your head. If if you've got your squat stuff happening, and you know you feel like you should be progressing due to due to the amount of work you do, just really reconsider. Like all of the things that are all of the things that I've touched on. Are you hitting? You know, speed work. Are you got? Your, have you got your technique down? Are you bracing well? Like, are you building up the weak areas that you see? Like, is it your upper back, your mid back? Are you falling forward in the squat? Us coaches at Royal are doing this for you. We don't even sometimes need to tell you guys, hey, this is what we're doing in the program. This is why we're just programming it in. 
right? Recently, we've been doing a massive amount, and this has been, when I say recently, the last 12 months, we've been doing a massive amount of upper back work. We've been doing a massive amount of core, lower back, glute, and hamstring work. And it's stuff that we're just putting in for everybody because we, we address that everybody needs to do it. Um, so that's, that's a key. But uh, I hope you can take some stuff out of this squatting, guys. Like, I mean, sort of... Probably the best best advice I ever have with a squat and I ever had have had with a squat is make sure that every rep is treated like it's your max. Okay, warm up with the bar and make it perfect. Make it exactly how you want the, the heavy to feel. Make it, you know, make sure your breathing's right, your your bar position's tight, like your upper back's tight, everything's locked in, your knees are getting pushed out. Like practice every single rep. If you do this with all of your lifts, you'll get really good. You will. You can't help but not get really good. The more you practice your reps, the more you practice your form, the better you get at that form. And then over time, it just translates and you can start handling those technical those technical maxes a lot smoother and a lot stronger. So I hope that helps out, guys. If you do have any questions about squatting, please, please hit me up. Um, if you want to get better at squatting and you're not currently a Royal Fitness member, definitely hit us up. You can hit us up at the Royal Fitness Facebook page or message me and uh, I'll be happy to help. We can get your your, your booty nice and strong, your peach bigger. Um, a lot of, the, a lot of the, the results from my ass has come from squatting. Um, and, uh, and that's why I have so many problems with, uh, suit pants and jeans and whatnot and why I've uh, had the nicknames Shakira, JLo, uh, and just, you know, multiple other things like, holy shit, your ass looks like the size of Nicki Minaj's. That's happened a few times to me and, um, and I'm okay with that. It's okay because it's, it's, it's not really too far from the truth. So, um, yeah, anyway, I hope that helps out in some way, guys. Get squat and get fucking strong as hell because squats are one of the best exercises to get brutally strong. Um, there is people that shouldn't do them and, um, and this podcast isn't for you people. There's other things like belt squats and whatnot, but I haven't yet met somebody who hasn't been able to do, like who hasn't benefited from doing some form of whatever suits their body the best uh, squat variation with us. And the best example of that, just before I, again, I'm going to quickly jump back in before I wrap it over. A guy, John, he had severe arthritis in both knees. Doctor told him basically not to move it. He bought a, a chair that uh, that remote control um the remote control on the side that would lift him out of it so he didn't have to squat out of it. He could just stand up as the, the chair pushed him out. Um, I said, fuck that. You're not doing that. You don't need to put a, a handle in your toilets. Um, I don't want you to have to worry about going to any toilet. I want you to be able to squat down any toilet seat. So what we did, we started with box squats because box squats are the same as a chair. Now the guy can squat below parallel to a box and it's absolutely fine. His knees are a lot healthier for it. They're still fucked but now he can take a shit in any toilet that he wants. And I think that's a key. That's to anybody who says don't squat ever again, tell them to get fucked and tell them, hey, how do you want me to take a shit when I'm 78 or 59 or even 40, right? 87, like what do you want me to do? Squatting is one of the best exercises to keep doing, um, but you have to find the variation that's right for you. And I can help you do that if you want help, but I can't if you don't come to the gym. Anyway, talk to you all shortly. Have a great day. Bye.